You're listening to the message podcast of High Ridge Church Longview, where our vision is to help you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and ultimately make a difference. We are so glad that you're here, and we pray that this message impacts your life as you apply the spiritual truths from God's Word in practical ways. Let's listen in. Glad that you're watching online. For those of you that are sick watching at home, we have a bunch of our youth that came back from camp, as they do every year, and get COVID again. Welcome to round number two or three. For those of you that are now juniors, uh, it's just become part of it. But it seems like everybody's healthy, um, and those that are sick, that are, um, it's a mild case, so we're grateful for that. Um, but they had so many amazing testimonies. They're like, I don't even care. It was worth it. So welcome back to all of our youth, the incredible youth leaders that went with them to the YFN camp. God's doing great things in our young people. And in two weeks, you get to hear from them. So we're going to allow them to come back and uh, they're going to quarantine for a little bit. And they're going to come back in and kind of tell you some stories about what God is doing. Cannot wait for that. Also have uh, something special to announce to the entire church. Whoever it was that was in Abilene last week that was speeding... I got a text from a police officer that said, hey, I let this person out of a ticket because they had a High Ridge Longview sticker on the back of their car. So slow down. But I'm just saying, if you've got a High Ridge sticker, it could let you out of some amazing things and put you in some places that only... <laughs> slow down just a little bit. I also want to say it's been, it's been very, very cool to watch what God is doing with the Greater Than book that is now uh, giving, you're able to grab a copy of that in the, in the lobby. It's a free gift to you. We'd love for you to have it. It's now become an Amazon bestseller in three different categories. It's fantastic to see what God is doing. Never would we have been able to imagine what God could do with that. I want to remind you, none of the money, none of the proceeds go back to me personally. It all goes back to the church. So anytime you leave an Amazon review, anytime you suggest it to your friends, anytime that they buy it, that goes back to this church to continue to, to collect together with your finances to do great things for the kingdom. We've had uh, a, a couple of churches now have asked if they could use it as their small group curriculum. That's incredible. And of course, we said, you don't have to give us credit, but you do have to give us royalties. That's not true, but that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> and then we also had uh, Laternal University asked for permission to use it in some of their curriculum and asked if we could be open to using that as well. So, hey, Laterno, it's coming for you. And some of you would be like, I, I know this church, and, and I was there when this was written. Like, you could use it. Hey, whatever. <laughs> so today we have a special guest that is going to bring us a, a powerful word that I think you need to hear. It's going to be good. So please, all the way from High Ridge Church in Graham, Texas, please help us welcome Pastor Dan Rasmussen. The Raz is coming. Come on, baby. Do your thing. Man, it is so good to be with you guys today, and I just want to say hello from Graham, and it's, it's so awesome to see just the family of churches of High Ridge, just, uh, you know, God is doing some incredible things in Graham, Texas. We're growing. God is, is on the move, man. Who would have ever thought, and this is really just a testimony, I think, of just the Lord's goodness. Easter Sunday, and I know we're, we're a little bit past Easter, we had 10% of the population of Graham in church on Sunday. We had a thousand thousand people in church. And th that's pretty incredible. I mean, well, how many churches can say, you know, not even Howard's long, if you can say that, uh, you know, you had 10% of the population in church on, on Easter Sunday. But man, it was pretty awesome. Uh, man, it is great. So, you know, when I was growing up, um, 
My dad and I, we used to, we used to play hide and seek. Anybody like playing hide and seek when you're a kid? You know, we would do this. And my dad was, he was like an expert at, uh, at hide and seek. And, and he wouldn't, and probably what made him great at it was that he didn't stay in the same place. Like he, he would, he kept moving, you know, and so we'd be in the house and, uh, and we'd all be running around. And, and then, you know, this translated into my kids playing hide and seek. We'd go to Walmart, you know, we're, we're like running around the aisles, you know, trying to hide from each other, but my dad had this really uh, unique way of letting me know where he was. So he would do this thing, he would whistle, right? And so anybody have a unique family whistle, you know, that, uh, that you, you know, your family did? Well, ours was like this, it kind of went like that, right? And so anytime we ever heard that, we knew, we knew where dad was, right? And so we'd play hide and seek. And that was the whole joke, right? It's that he would whistle and we were like hunting for him. And he'd like, how did he get all the way across the house? You know, how did, how did he do that? And he would move real quick, real quietly. And, uh, and so and even now, I mean, he's 85 years old. He lives in Graham and, uh, and we'll be at church or something like that, walking down the hallway and he'll make that same whistle. He'll still whistle at me and I'll know, you know. And then the, the, it was funny because the tone of his whistle would change if you were in trouble, right? So it wasn't just the look that you got. And so if you were like messing around doing the wrong thing, you know, you were doing something you weren't supposed to and he would catch you doing that, he'd be like. <whistles> and so you're just like. And he would just come out of nowhere. But it was something that was so familiar to me. I mean, it was, it was like, you know, like I could be anywhere in a crowd full of people and he would whistle like that and I knew that my dad was there. Well, today I wanna, I wanna talk to you about hearing God and how, how we should be attentive to his voice just like my dad, just like when I would hear his voice and when I would hear his whistle, I knew where he was. I knew exactly where he was. What if we as believers knew the voice of the Lord like that? What if we knew his voice that the minute we heard just the whisper of his voice, man, our ears would perk up. We're like, that's the Lord. That's him. I know, I, I know that's, that's him. And so I, I want to share with you some things. And, and, and before we get in, this is all about faith. We have to hear the Lord in faith. And we press into the Lord in faith to hear his voice. And what is faith? Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see. And I like to say it like this when it comes to his voice. It says, now faith in God is being sure of the sound of his voice and being certain of it. And we don't even have to see him. And this is what I think we're, as believers, we've got to get to this place where when we hear the voice of the Lord, we're certain of who it is that's talking because there's a lot of voices in our life. There's a lot of things in this world that, that claim to be the Lord, that claim to be the voice of the Lord. Man, you just scroll through Christian Instagram, right? And it's like, man, I need a word from the Lord. And they're like, oh, I'm a, I got that one. I got that. I got that. And, and then it's not really, is it really the word of the Lord? Maybe an encouragement. But it may not be truly the voice of the Lord. And today I want to build your faith. Are you guys with me today? I want, to, I want, to, I want you to leave here today with, with different than when you came. I want your faith to be in a different place. I think there are people in, in this room today that came here desperate to hear a word from the Lord. Are you with me? Anybody, would anybody testify to that? Like, I need, I need a word from the Lord. I need a word from the Lord today. And I'm the one preaching. 
I'm the one saying, okay, Lord, I want you to say something to me as I'm speaking to you. This is what I always want to, I always want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Because I believe that even, even though I have notes, I, even though I have all these things, God wants to speak even through all those things. And he, wants to, he, he has something that's tailor-made just for you. A word that's tailor-made just for you. And so if you have your Bibles, I'm going to spend the most of the time in a story in the Old Testament. And so in, in 1 Samuel... This is the story of Eli and Samuel, how, how the Lord spoke to Samuel. And here's, here's just a little background of what was going on in the world at that time. And the world was far from God. The children of Israel and, and the Hebrew people, man, they were just in a place where, where it was just chaos. In fact, if you go back to Judges, which is really the kind of the chronological story, the end of that says, man, there was no king and people just did whatever was right in their own eyes. Think about our society today. How many people are just doing whatever is right in their own eyes? Man, there, there are so many things that are going on in the world like, man, is, this is my truth. This is what I believe. I don't care what the Bible says. I don't care what the preacher says. I believe this to be true for myself. And it has nothing to do with the God, with God. It has nothing to do with the Lord. It has nothing to do with his word. But yet, at the same time, we believe that. We believe that, that, that God is just, you know, he, he is speaking through all these other things. And I, I'm just like, man, by the time we get through this with this, I want us to know his voice. I want us to know truly who he is and the sound of his voice. And so this is what it says in Samuel, 1 Samuel 3, starting in verse 1. It says, the boy Samuel, he ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. Hmm. And there weren't many visions. And one night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And let me just say a little side note of this. Eli's life was in utter chaos. I mean, he, he had done some things that the Lord was just like, man, you, you need to get this straight. You need to get your kids straight. And here's what was happening is that he didn't even recognize, he didn't even hear the voice of the Lord. And he was the priest. But yet God was still faithful to Samuel, even through, uh, through uh, Eli doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing, even though he, there was just some dysfunction through the faithfulness of Samuel, the Lord still chose to speak to him. I think that's a word for somebody here today. That man, it doesn't matter what your church background, maybe your church hurt. If you stay faithful to the Lord, he still wants to speak to you. And if you stay submitted under the leadership, even if they're messed up, he still wants to speak to you today. And so one night, Eli, whose eyes had becoming so weak that he could barely see, he was lying down in his usual place. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. And then the Lord called Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am. You, you called me. But Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. So he went back and he lied down. Again, the Lord called Samuel, 
And Samuel got up and he went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son Eli said, I did not call you, go back and lie down. And here is something I think we've got to grab a hold of. It says that now Samuel, he didn't know the Lord. And the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And this is, I think, where some of the, 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 the way that the big C church is right now is that Samuel, he had spent his entire life up to that point within the walls of the temple. His mom, Hannah, had given him to the Lord and said, Lord, do your, do your will with him. I'm going to commit him to you. And so he had spent his whole, whole life in church. And he didn't know him. And he didn't recognize the voice of the Lord. He hadn't been revealed to him yet. Man, I'm praying that today that you have a revelation of the Lord, that his, his presence and his, his uh, everything, his goodness will become real to you, that you would meet him maybe for the very first time. Maybe you would, would get reacquainted with him so that when you hear his voice, when he calls you, Samuel, And you know, this is the Lord. He's talking. Because the Lord has revealed himself to you in a powerful way. See, here's what was going on. This was a dry season. It was a dry season for those people. And and this is why they felt like this was a, a time when the voice of the Lord wasn't heard very much. This is a time when there wasn't a whole lot going on spiritually. There were, there were no visions that were happening and it's because they were far from God. They were doing whatever they wanted to. They were doing whatever they, was right in their own eyes. And because of that, God was silent. But through the faithfulness of one person, through the faithfulness of Samuel, he begins to speak. And he begins to make his voice known. Man, what would it look like in your life if through your faithfulness you begin to hear the voice of the Lord, then you begin to speak his word. You begin to say what he's saying. Man, how would you change your community? How would Longview, Texas be different if we all heard the voice of the Lord, we all recognized the voice of the Lord, and we begin to speak and prophesy of what God is doing and what he wants to do. Man, the future of this place Man, God is all over that. So this is where we found ourselves: is that we've got to get ourselves in this place, even in dry seasons where they were in. And what did, what did Samuel do? He, he ministered before the Lord. And ministering to the Lord, it postures our heart for his goodness. Man, I want everything that God has to offer to me. Do you not want his goodness in your life? Well, what does is, what is your heart look like? See, Hebrews 10 says, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart. Let us get to this place where we have cleansed and purged ourselves and, and, and postured our heart to a place where, man, saying, Lord, examine my heart, examine what's in me. This is what I love about every time we take communion together is that we begin to examine our life, examine how we have been faithful, examine our, our, what is going on in our life. Is there unforgiveness that we're holding on to? Is there bitterness that we're holding on to? Is there something, some kind of sin in our life that our heart posture is not in the right place? 
And therefore, the voice of the Lord begins to grow dim. But see, when we posture our heart to a place where he wants to mold and shape our heart, we begin to be open to his voice. And he begins to speak loudly and clearly. When we draw our hearts near to him, he draws himself near to us. And you know, it's a whole lot easier to hear the voice of the Lord when he's close. When he's right by us, even a whisper, we can hear it. He doesn't have to yell. He doesn't have to scream. He doesn't, he doesn't have to jump up and down. Man, I'm telling you, I was jumping, jumping up and down this morning in the first service. I was all hopped up on caffeine. I, I took a couple puffs of my inhalers. Just, man, it was, I was just like, whoo, right? You won't even need that. You won't, you won't even, when you hear the voice, you won't need all the hype or anything. The still small voice is something that's right there. So what happens? I totally messed up my notes here. Where's page? Oh, there's page two. The third time. The third time the Lord called Samuel. First time, Samuel. Second time, Samuel. Third time, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and he said, here I am, you called me. And then finally, finally the priest Eli, he says, man, this is not me. So this must be somebody else. This must be the Lord talking. He finally recognized, Eli had to recognize that this was the Lord through all of his junk. It took getting through all that for him to finally be in tune with the Lord. And so what did he do? He says, go back to the place where you heard his voice. Go back and lie down. Go back to your place. And so he went and lied down. And then what happens a fourth time? Man, the Lord shows up in his room. Man, you know, you know you're in trouble. And when mama's calling you to take out the trash, right? Hey, I need you to take out, take out the trash. Okay, I'll get to it in a minute. Take out the trash. Okay, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. Okay, okay, mom. I just gotta get through this one. I just gotta get through this one phase. I'll be there in a second. You, you know you're in trouble when mom shows up in the room, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna tell you again. How many of y'all are thankful for God's grace in your life, right? Man, God's grace is amazing because you know what? God, the way he works is that, man, if you don't hear him the first time, he will actually say it again. He'll remind you. And when, when we miss opportunities to minister to somebody, when we miss opportunities to, to prophesy over somebody, to speak a word to somebody, and we're like, man, I missed that shot. The Lord is like, Oh, I'll give you another one. I'll give you a do-over. I'll give you a second chance. I'll give you a third chance. But don't make me have to come show up for you to actually act. See, God's grace always gives us another opportunity to listen to his voice. So this thing called posture of the heart, man. I feel like this is 
This is an area that our, our hearts have been pulled in so many different directions. And our heart is owned by so many things in this world. that we don't even know what a posture of our heart is supposed to look like. What it looked like if we humbled ourselves before the Lord. That we would lay prostrate before him. That our hardened heart, the heart of stone that we had because of sin in our life. That we would ask the Lord for a new one. One that's moldable into something that he wants. And because of that, then we are attentive to his word. We hear his voice. Purge us from all unrighteousness, Lord. Purge this place from anything that is unbecoming of you so that we can hear your voice. We can follow your direction. See, this posture thing sometimes is just so difficult for us because, man, we're, we're just, we're so self-sufficient. We're, we're, we're self-reliant. We're like self-made. We're, there's so many things that, that is just about us. And when we actually posture our heart, soften our heart towards the things of the Lord, we actually will walk in humility and say, you know what? This is just about you and not about me. The second thing is this, is that we've got to pause our mind. And this is something that I struggle with uh, every single day is that my mind is going 100 miles an hour. I've got ideas. I've got things to do. I've got all of these things, people to take care of anybody with me on that. You just lay there at night and you're just like, you're, you're, you know, you're wide awake. You're like going through your, all the things. And see, there's a condition I believe that the church has right now, and I think it's called spiritual ADD. It's this, it's this idea of that we're just so distracted by everything that is going on. I mean, even here today, maybe you were distracted by what the worship was. Man, that, that wasn't Pastor Chris and Pastor Julie up there. I don't know about these other people. I don't know about this other dude that's sweaty and yelling at you right here today. I don't know what's going on, but I'm a little distracted. You're on your phone like, man, what do I got to do today? What, what's, what's the plan for later? What's for lunch? And all these things that we're distracted by are the things that are pulling us away from the voice of the Lord. Man, I don't ever want to be in a place where I'm just so distracted that I miss God. But yeah, there's so many times in our life we're just so caught up in the busyness of the world that we miss him. And then we're just asking, Lord, I need a word from you today. I need a word, 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 I need a word. And the Lord is saying, I'm trying to give you one if you just shut up for a minute. But I got to do this. I got to get my kids over here. We're, you know, we're going every which direction. We got to divide and conquer with the kids because we're so busy. And I don't know why. I don't know why I have to do this. And I don't know why I'm not hearing from the Lord. It's because we're distracted by everything. 
And we need intentional spiritual interruptions from the norm of life so that God will move in our life. And this is, I think this is a word for you today is that whatever you're doing right now, you need to stop and just listen. What does your prayer life look like? Do you take a moment? Do you take some time? The Bible says in Matthew 6, but when you pray, go to your room. Go go to a place where you're not distracted by everything. Leave your phone somewhere else. It says that, that then... When you find yourself in a quiet place, I will reward you. You're like, well, how are you going to reward me, Lord? He speaks to us. He confirms us. He affirms us. He prophesies over us. But because we're so distracted, man, we, we just hate silence. so awkward silence is uncomfortable even for me I'm trying to be quiet and I'm still talking (laughs) what would your life look like if you just paused your brain even for a minute say Lord I'm willing to receive whatever it is that you have for me today I want a fresh word from you. I want divine revelation. Well, you can't do that unless we're quiet. I've got to be quiet. You see, what you're being distracted by isn't nearly as important as what you're being distracted from. All the things, all the things that keep our brain entertained pale in comparison to the voice of the Lord. He wants to reveal himself. He wants to show himself faithful in your life. If we just give him a chance to do it. Third thing I gotta hurry is we gotta position our spirit. And this is really just about alignment with the spirit of God. The spirit of truth. It's not about my truth. It's not about what I believe to be truth. This is is the spirit of God who leads us into all truth. This is the one I want to be in line with. This is the one I want to listen to. This is the one that's not going to lie to me. This is the one that's not going to fail me. This is the one that's not going to leave me uh, hanging. He's not going to take me to a place and just dump me. The voice of the Lord through his spirit is the one that's going to sustain me through everything, through every trial, every tribulation. He's going to be the one that does all of that. If I'm aligned with him, position your spirit. Your heart is right now. Your mind is right now. Now your spirit is right now. And so there's no greater joy that when we sit in the presence of God, we get to hear his voice. This is our reward. This is the thing that I hope for. This is the thing that I pray for every single day. 
that I would sit in his presence, that I would minister to the Lord, and then in return, he speaks to me. It's never been so clear in my own life. And trust me, I've been in seasons where it's just been dry. I've pleaded for the Lord to say something. I've sat on the front row of church worshiping the Lord and it's just words on the screen that just seem to mean nothing because my mind was somewhere else. My heart belonged to something else and my spirit was definitely not in line with what the spirit of God was wanting. And he wants to, he wants you to submit under his authority and come into alignment with, with, with what he wants. Jeremiah 33 says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. That is revelation. Man, I don't know about you, but I want a revelation of the Lord today. I want every time I read his word, I want, I want a new and fresh revelation. Every single time I read the same thing, the Lord reveals something new. That is how he works. It's, it's sometimes it's through preachers, sometimes it's through people, but it's through his word. And so that's what we've got to do is that we've got to press into his word. You see, we've got to go straight to the source. And so many times we, we, we just, we want to go to everybody else. Man, we love peddling our problems. We want, we want to go to somebody that's going to affirm us in what we think. Come on. I'm just looking for somebody to agree with me. And it has no bearing on what the Lord is trying to say or do. Well, I heard clearly from the Lord that I'm supposed to leave my spouse. Uh-uh. But I promise you, you'll go try to find somebody that'll agree with you. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, he's done you wrong. You need to, you need to take care of you. See, what happens is that we want a word from the Lord, but we're not living by the word of the Lord. And that is a problem. That's a problem within uh, our society. That's a problem within all the churches around. It's like, man, I want a word from the Lord, but I am not being faithful to his word already. The word of God. I felt like I got a word from the Lord about my marriage, yes, but I'm still treating my spouse terribly. I feel like I got a word from the Lord about my finances, but I'm not being faithful in tithing. I feel like I got a word from the Lord about my health, but I'm not doing anything to support that. I'm still doing whatever it is that I want to do. This is not how it works. If we have a word from the Lord, we will hear it, and then we're going to obey the Lord. And we're going to do what his word actually says. So this is how this story ends. It says in, in verse 19, it says, And then Samuel grew, and the, word of the, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground, because he was faithful. And all of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established as a prophet of the Lord. He heard from the Lord, and he spoke the word of the Lord. And how did he do that? The Lord appeared again in Shiloh and the Lord revealed himself. How? By his word. 
You see, sometimes we're in this pursuit of some kind of experience, some kind of tingly that we feel on the back of our neck. Oh, I felt the presence of God. His revelation is right in front of us in his word. So you want a word from God? Here's the deal. And I want you to keep up with this. If you want a word from the Lord about your marriage, Mark 10, 9 says, what therefore God has joined together, let no one separate. If you want healing in your body, Isaiah 53, 5 says, by his stripes I am healed. If you are afraid, 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love uh, and of a sound mind. If my children are going away, uh, there's a promise in Luke 11 says that prodigals will come back. If I am struggling, and with provision, Matthew 6, 26 says, if the Lord cares about the birds of the field, he cares about me and he's gonna provide for me. If, if I am struggling with fear, John, 1 John 4 says, perfect love casts out all fear. If you are feeling like you don't belong, like you aren't part of a family, uh, it says in Psalm 68 that he is a father to the fatherless and those who don't feel like they belong, he puts them in a family. And that is the promise of the word of God. And you're looking for something that is, that is out there. It's right in front of you. The word of God is true today. And he, it is alive and active. And he wants to do something in your life. He wants to speak to you. And it's all through his word. Has the enemy reminded you of your past? Man, I think there are people in this room that struggle every single day. Man, I'm not good enough. Look at my past. Look what I've done. And Isaiah 43 says, I am he who blots out your sin and remembers them no more. You need a word from the Lord? It's all right there, right in front of you. And so here's what happens. Here's what, what, what takes place when the Lord speaks, when he does something and he wants you to do something, he gives you one of three answers. He says yes, he says no, and he says wait. I think there are people in this room that the Lord has spoken clearly. There's a clear yes, and yet you are just kind of in this, oh, crap moment. Oh, he said yes, now what do I do? I said that, sorry. It's long to yes. And let me just tell you, like I've told my kids, delayed obedience is still disobedience. If he said yes, then go. If you said no, man, you're in good company. Did you know that even Jesus had no said to him by the Lord? If there's any other way, Lord, take this cup from me. And the Lord said, no. If he said, wait, are you willing to wait? Seeing this in the land of Amazon Prime, man, waiting is not one of our spiritual gifts. Man, we just, like, I, I want it now. Why is it not here yet? Why is my promise, why has it not, it not been fulfilled? And let me just tell you, in the wait, prepare yourself. 
the Lord is preparing you for something greater to, that's going to lead you to the promise. You just need to stay faithful to his word. Stay faithful. Stay faithful in this place. Stay faithful to that man right there. And God will do incredible things if you just submit to the will of the Lord through it all. Are you with me today? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for that you still speak. I thank you that your word is alive and well, that is sharper than a double-edged sword. Lord, thank you. Thank you for speaking to us today. I pray for the people that are in this room today and online. Lord, I pray that you speak a word over them, a powerful word. Lord, a word that will radically change the course of their life today. Father, the thing that they're praying for, maybe it's provision, maybe it's healing, maybe it's restoration, maybe it's forgiveness, whatever it is, Father. Lord, I pray that you would just reach down, touch each individual here, speak to them. Lord, that they would know that it is your voice beyond a shadow of a doubt. Make it clear. Praise you for our revelation today. We thank you for what you're gonna do in advance, Lord. And Lord, may we be found faithful when you speak. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Would you guys applaud Pastor Dan as he returns to his seat for that fantastic word? Thank you, Pastor Dan. Always enjoy your friendship and enjoy what the Lord is speaking to us through you. As we finish up today, I wanna to invite you for, for one more moment of prayer. Would you bow your head? Because perhaps some of you are here today in this room and maybe you're watching online and you need a relationship with Jesus. You want to be able to hear his voice. But Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And perhaps the thing that's keeping you from hearing his voice is that you don't belong to him. And today is your day. This is your moment. This is your time to have a relationship with Jesus, to take the very first step into your walk with him. So with every head bowed and eyes closed, if, if that's you and you say, I want a relationship with Jesus, I'm, I, I need that relationship with him, the first step starts with a prayer. It starts with you talking to him. You may say, what do I pray? I'm gonna help you. I'll pray with you. I'll tell you what to say. All you gotta do is pray along with me. I'll tell you how to do it. And the prayer starts like this. If you want a relationship with Jesus, pray this with me. Just say, Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you came, you died, and rose from the grave so that I could have life and forgiveness for all of my sins. I invite you to be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you today. I don't want to live my life my way anymore. I'm yours. Thank you for what you did for me. And with heads bowed and eyes closed, if, if you actually prayed that prayer, if you, if you took that step of faith, I want to invite you with every head bowed and every eye closed. Would you just lift up your hand all across this place? That was me, Pastor. I prayed that prayer. I actually did it. I'm not ashamed or embarrassed to admit it. That was me. I took the first step. Good. If you're watching online and that was you, do us a favor. Right there where you are, grab your phone, grab the text part. I, I want to invite you to text me. If you're here in the room today, there's a number appearing on the screen. I want to invite you to text me. Text the words, I prayed to 844-HRC-TEXT. If you do that, we're going to send you some links that will help you and encourage you, kind of explain what just happened in your heart and what you are supposed to be doing next. It would be our greatest joy to help you in your faith journey and to get to know Jesus better. That's why we exist. 
to plug you into a relationship with Jesus and to encourage you to keep walking with him. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Awesome. Would you guys go ahead and look up at me, then stand to your feet all across this place. It's been such an honor being with you today. Let me just tell you, there's some great, fantastic things that are coming up. Um, I will be back next week to bring a word. And then uh, two weeks from now, yes, woo. You know, you know what it is. It's about tithing, and some of you are going to be. <laughs> no, and then two weeks from now, we've got uh, our student takeover Sunday. It's going to be amazing to watch some of our young people take this platform for the very first time. Uh, we believe that God is not just the God of our generation, but our children and our grandchildren. We want to continue to plug them into the presence of the Lord and watch them grow up in their knowledge of him, being able to hear from him and express their, uh, their own stories. That's an awesome thing to see. I want you to be able to be a part of that and to see it. Also, we have baptisms coming up in the next service. So as soon as the third service is over, you're going to be able to walk across the street with us to our kids' building. Our baptism service will be held over there. If you've never seen people get baptized, come back and check it out. It's, it's incredible to watch people's lives change right in front of your face. And let me just tell you, if you've never invited a person to church before, if you've never seen one of your friends get baptized or one of your children uh, take that step of faith, you're missing it. You're missing it. You will never attend church the same way again as when you see God work in the hearts and minds and lives of the people that you invited. It changes your perspective. It's a powerful thing. So I want to thank you for joining us today. If you liked what you saw online, if you're liking uh, the message, do us a favor. Would you click the share icon? We would love for you to use your social media to promote what God is doing here. It's always a wonderful, uh, big honor for us when you choose to do that. And thank you from wherever you're watching from. We love you and hope that you're coming back soon. For those of you that are sick at home, we're, just, we're praying that COVID will be gone right now in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. For those that are sick, we're believing God for healing that he's uh, touching you right where you are right now, that fever is breaking, that coughs are subsiding, that this will be the end of it, and that you will start to recover immediately in the name of Jesus. We have our elders and wives coming forward. These guys are going to remain here as this service finishes to be available to pray for you about anything that you might need prayer over. We would love to pray for you. For everybody else, let me pray for you and bless you as you go. Father, I pray that you bless my friends with an incredible week following after you, hearing your voice and being obedient to it all week long in Jesus' name. And everybody said together, amen. God bless you as you go. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our prayer is that you are encouraged and strengthened by the message. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review wherever you're listening. If you want to be a part of our online community, connect with us through Facebook or Instagram with the handle at HighRidgeLV, or you can check out our website at HighRidgeLV.com. Lastly, if this ministry has impacted your life and you'd like to support its work, visit HighRidgeLV.com give. We appreciate your support and we're believing with you today for God's best in your life. Have an incredible week and we will see you next time.